So every weekend on WGT Golf, we hold these tournaments. They're super fun. And if you guys haven't checked out WGT Golf, the best golf game out there, maybe the best iPhone or phone game out there, you can download it from dnvrgolf.com and join the DNVR2 Clubhouse. But like I was saying, every weekend we have these tournaments where you can play against me, Vote, Adam, D-Line. You can play against the rest of the DNVR community online. We've done closest to the hole challenges. We've done 18 holes of golf. We've done the best par fours on WGT for our uh, July 4th event, which we had this past weekend. Top 10 finish here. Uh, not bragging, but another top 10 that I racked up. But if you guys want to download it and get in on the action, compete against us every weekend, download WGT from dnvrgolf.com and then search for the DNVR2 Clubhouse, DNVR, then the number two, all one word, Enter and join that clubhouse, and you will be automatically put in all the tournaments that we have going every weekend. Download WGT from dnvrgolf.com and join the DNVR2 clubhouse. See you on the course. Instead of the great show you came to see, that's what you sound Honest. Please cooperate and do your part in keeping this theater quiet so everyone, including you, can enjoy It's so weird when there's just three of us on the screen. I know, really weird. I don't even know how to open the show. What up? What's happening? It's 8 o'clock. It's Tuesday night, and it's time for the DNBA show on YouTube, Periscope, and Facebook at DNVR Nuggets. Uh, no Adam Mars today. Dad's away, so the kids must play. To my left, let's go. Eric Weedham, D like, oh, what is this? Unbelievable. What is this? Muted. Oh, hey, everybody. Well, oh, he looks no. so high right now. Are you checking oh in on God. us right now? Are you yeah, checking uh, in on us? <laughs> how's, how's everything going, guys? <laughs> going great. Not going well. I'm playing the music. That's worth something, right? What, uh, what, what's going on online these days? Oh, God. <laughs> Where are you joining us from? I didn't even pay attention to your Slack message. I'm in, I'm in South Dakota, Central South Dakota. Nice. Can you see Mount Rushmore from where you are? I can't. I haven't seen it yet. Useless. But it is lovely. Look how lovely it is. Overrated. Overrated. Did you come on here just to flex on us? Is that what's happening right I kind of did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what, Kale? Get him out of here. Yeah, get him out of here. Out of here. Out. I can't do this. I can't do this with him peering over my shoulder. Adam is not tonight's special guest. Uh, let's, fi- let's finish introducing the panel. To my left, it's Eric Weedham, a.k.a. D-Line Co. Is he going to jump back in? Like, uh, can I we, certainly I hope not. Hope not. Uh, can we yeah. cl- play as the mice? Or I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, 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 I'm on edge. It's cocktail hour, man. I don't know what he's doing working. He's got to <laughs> lean into that. Below us, it's Harrison Wind, fresh off a Peloton session, looking great as always. Always, always. We're presented by Manscaped, guys. Can't forget that. Part. Your, Your balls, balls well, thank, thank you. you. My balls are thanking me right now. <laughs> are they? And uh, I'm very excited, and I want to thank our special guest for carving out the time. To welcome TJ McBride, friend of the program, back to the program. TJ, what's up, brother? It's great to see you guys. I wish we had Drake Adams here, but I'm still very happy to be here with I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine without yeah. it. <laughs> the crowd goes so, wild. 
I think that mug says, uh, what is that mug? Here, saying? here, here. Let me get you a good view. There might be whiskey. This I'm going to go ahead. My Jackkins pick of the week. I am That's Adam whiskey. <laughs> right here, okay? Just filling out the drunkenness for you guys. <laughs> How you been, man? How, how, we're getting closer to the end of the tunnel, but still a little far away. You hanging in there? Me, but I don't know where the end of this tunnel is. So my insanity still kind of spirals in different directions on different days. But you know what? Basketball will be back soon. I have my coffee. Things are pretty much somewhat normal for me. I'll be all right. Your whiskey, hopefully. <laughs> it, there's a chance that this tunnel is just like someone painted on a oh, road. This yeah, this is we're just driving straight into, into it. Wall. Yeah, hundred percent. I want to. I want to get TJ's thoughts on thoughts on the bubble because I don't think we've talked to him since like this formulation no, came we, into. Oh, reality. that's right. That's um, right. So, what what do you think of the bubble? Do you think it's going to work? No, I don't think it's going to work. I, How could I knew that was your take. Yeah, I mean, everybody knew what I was going to say to this take. I mean, if you yep. follow me on Twitter, you probably have seen this. But this is the thing. It just came out today. Tim McMahon, I believe, was the one who published the article that they're not going to be testing people who are Disney employees going into the bubble. And it's not a bubble. We need to stop calling it a bubble. When Dave Dufour, out, Dave Dufour calls it a net. I think a that's net. pretty good. I like, I like that. that. Yeah, a net with some serious holes in it but when you have people coming and going in one of the biggest hot spots in america it's going to be extremely difficult to know if your bubble is truly secure without testing those people so i i feel very skeptical before this i feel skeptical now the second bubble just completely confuses me so i'm at the point right now where i don't know which is what i've been saying for four months so the, the second bubble is a little easier to sort to formulate yeah. a take. They just shouldn't yeah, yeah. be doing it. That's um, a terrible idea. Yes. Here's something I was thinking about today, and this is actually pretty scary when we're thinking about what uh, things are going to look like in like December. I have more confidence in the Disney World bubble working than I do that like the NBA is going to be able to execute next season uh, to have a season that we can like recognize. Like, I am more confident in the bubble right now than I am, like, the NBA playing a full season next year, probably. So to play devil's advocate, isn't the second bubble then the next step towards just bubble environments for basketball for the foreseeable future? Not just this year, but potentially next year as well. Maybe they're trying to play with this idea. Mm. I have no idea. It's a good point. It's a good point, TJ. But maybe there is something to them just trying to find an alternative because they know that there isn't a vaccine on the horizon. That not that one that they can account for. So might as well try and, you know, peek around at what you can do. Oh, this isn't peeking. This is diving into the pool at first. But... Still, you're going to have to find some alternative, I guess, living in this current reality. And this would be the first steps towards a bubble lifestyle for the NBA going forward for the next 18 months or so. Mm. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to what? Just play in home arenas and have a kind of quote unquote bubble where all those arenas are. You enter, you exit the bubble when you go into a new city. Like, I, I just can't see them like. Playing the entire year at Disney. Well, yeah. You know, they're going to have to play in the whole arenas. Yeah, you can't actually quantify what they're going to do because they have no idea what they're going to do next year. They're just trying to get through this chaotic, complex net that they're trying to do right now. I don't think that they have the capacity to even look that far ahead, uh, you know, unless it's the CBA and just not ripping it up. That's the only goal right now, it seems like, is just to get through this so they can reassess after. And, I mean, you got to get guys playing, right? We talked about this on a previous show. I mean, maybe. You don't actually have to, especially if you're putting to. lives yeah. at risk. But that might be the thinking is, is look, these guys have already sat longer than an off season, right? So we don't even know when next season's starting. We should get these dudes playing in an in a team environment. 
Yeah, that's that second bubble is difficult to justify. <laughs> like, it really any, is. Any, <laughs> any sort of arguments that make sense in favor of the bubble, like completely fall apart. I agree <laughs> with that. I agree with that. If I'm going to try, though, the, the one thing that they're trying to stand on in a moral sense is we want to save careers. We don't want 15, mm-hmm. 16, 17th roster spot guys to just disappear and have no chance. Our careers? Do they want to save our careers? Is that no, the reason we're getting it? I think they want to eliminate. Oh, I, I thought it was. This is all about end of bench guys. But I, I can, again, I can formulate a cognitive thought that that might be the case. I'm not sure. saying it's true by any sense but there is something maybe to that yeah i'm a i think i have um more confidence than most i feel like that it's gonna work to an extent oh dude they're gonna they are absolutely going to hammer this square peg into this round hole it, it might it might not can. be pretty and like yeah, oh, n- it, it might not be a good product but i i think it's gonna work enough if that makes sense. i don't think that this thing goes off the tracks unless a team withdraws and it is worth noting that i think it was fc dallas the mls team yeah they entered the bubble last week there was two positive result test results they quarantined those players days later four players tested positive well we found out now this week that i think most of the team tested positive and at, they've with- disney, world. at disney world at and they've disney withdrawn world. all together so yeah. to me I, that's- I don't think the mls like entry plan was as secure as the nba yeah. is though you uh, know Sure. I have more of a hard time believing it was. Or, or, or else they're really, or else they actually are in, in serious trouble. <laughs> no, I mean, but to me, that's the only thing that could really derail it is is a team pulling out. But for now, we have teams rolling in. Producer Kale, that's your cue. The Denver Nuggets are some of the Denver Nuggets. Did they touch down today? Do I have this right? I'm, I'm they hosting did. the they show. They touched down today in, a, in Orlando. They Orlando are currently, they are currently quarantining in their hotel rooms. Currently yeah. quarantining. So, so what comes next when they have to – it's 24 hours, right, in the hotel – in their rooms? <laughs> I love yeah, this so Mickey they, bus behind them. That's a glorious <laughs> – this is a glorious picture, by the way. <laughs> like, this is, like, straight up – like, like, look at the lines like, on the map. This is the straight up like most dystopian photo I've ever seen. In this my is an life. incredible picture. Yeah, with the Mickey Mouse thing behind it. Yeah. Uh, shout, shout out Calvin Shout out, shout, shout out Taylor, the videographer that works for the Nuggets, who's yeah, down there with the team. And Calvin Booth. We'll t- we'll get on yeah. that news later. But yeah, so uh, yeah. sorry. Go ahead, Win. Go ahead. So yeah, the teams and staffers and everybody down there has to return two negative tests, uh, twenty four hours apart. Uh, so they'll be quarantined in their rooms from anywhere to 36 to 48 <laughs> hours here. Wow. And then first practice uh, could be Thursday and also could be Friday, depending on uh, how long those tests take to come back. So we'll have a practice here in uh, potentially two days. And we'll get some results coming if, in. If everything yeah. goes well, if everything goes smoothly. <laughs> As for I'm what sure we will. do know right now, we know that Nikola Jokic was not with the team when they touched down. Um, when to your knowledge, is this because Jokic was not able to fly with the team? I mean, do you, do you, I don't know if you have an airtight knowledge of exactly why he didn't fly, or was that just a precaution? Well, apparently he had uh, just some trouble, trouble with his travel plans and um, just wasn't able to travel. Uh, the Nuggets have been super vague about this. Sure. They've, yeah. they've, been, they've been super vague about this. Um, I was not surprised he was not on the team playing. That seemed like the direction everything was trending. Um, I think the hope is just to get him to Disney here sooner rather than later because he's got to do his own quarantine. You know, he's got to go through his own 48-hour quarantine too. So 
the further behind he is, you know, the further he's got to catch up. And he'll, maybe he'll probably start missing practices here. I can't see him, you know, making the first practice. Uh, so that like stuff's going to add up. Doesn't it feel like we built a big house that we're all going to go to a vacation in, but we built it on very, very, very shaky ground. No, no, like you house... built it on a frozen lake that's melting. Like, no, 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 no. There is going to be uh... no house potential. But no, the, the thing that Harrison said that was interesting that I also had the same experience with, the Nuggets were very tight-lipped about what was going on. I don't know if Jokic was in the air. I don't know if he has landed in Denver. I don't know if he has taken off from Serbia. And it seems like that seems to be the consensus, is that people don't exactly, are not able, as you know, as writers, are not able to pin down where he is right now, which I find very um, nerve-wracking. I'm not sure how actually terrifying this is, but Ugh. when they're being this tight-lipped, there usually is a reason why. So I'm very confused about how this is going to play out, but it could be another four or five days until Nikola is in Orlando. We need to get uh, the homie on this. Miroslav, what's going on? <laughs> Miroslav, can you drive to Sambor right now? <laughs> Hit your buddy. Do a quick lap around the city and let me know if you see anybody. So for for those of you wondering, he's either in Serbia or he's in the air or, or somewhere or he just or he just got to And, and, and also from everything we know, he, he's tested <laughs> negative uh I, I believe multiple times. Um he's oh. asymptomatic. Uh so he should be good to come over here. There's just some sort of delay. He's the in the sleuth. woods. I the love the very down. wooded area. Wait, it just defines wait, wait. it so hold, down on the Hold spot. on. Is he with Adam? <laughs> I think that would said be Adam's the plot twist. He just lied about his, you know, his expedition to Serbia, and he's just getting some vacation time with Adam. Adam no, <laughs> Adam lied about vacationing. He's going to find his boy. He needs to make sure. But yeah, all, all indications, despite a, a lack of air tight knowledge around the situation. That's a good comment. The is, uh, of beard growth. Did you see that? I did see that. TJ, TJ, what would be your what's your concern factor around him, like missing? Like, just not there with the team right now, potentially missing a practice. Is that a big deal? Zero percent for me. This is the, this starting lineup has played together more than any other starting lineup by, like, 300 minutes. I'm just not concerned about Jokic understanding how his teammates play basketball. Maybe his teammates might not be able to rally around him in the same way. We've seen them start season slow. So maybe there's a little bit of that there. But I'm not worried about Jokic's play. That doesn't concern me too much. Yeah. I, I don't have any big concerns around it either the only thing i'm wondering is like how much basketball has he played between uh when he was diagnosed and when he'll get to disney world but none a little some i don't with Nicola, does it matter though? Like that's the thing is that he's such a like it's just natural. All of its instincts. He's a bird. How many times have we discussed this on Media Row? Like he just does, and I feel yeah. like that's something that will always translate, especially in these extremely adaptive situations where you have to adapt in these ways. I think Jokic is actually more prepared regardless of practice time. But rhythm yeah. matters. Rhythm matters to these guys, and and they're out of it right rhythm now. And if Jokic misses out on on some practice time because he's a little late, then he has to quarantine. Um, look, is it drastic? No, but. Like, is it devastating? No, but I think it, there's there's something there. You know what it I mean? It is drastic and devastating. I've got a $25 bet and a free $25 bet on them to beat the Heat in their first game. I thought I made that pretty clear yesterday. It is a big deal, Brendan. 
I'm just upset you didn't bet on scrimmage games. I thought you would have like elevated your level of gambling to betting on scrimmage games in a bubble, and I had really hoped no, for that. No, no, no. It's gotten it's it's gotten a lot. I I appreciate you say elevated. You know, that's mm-hmm. a clear sink down into a bad life choice. But no, I'm, I I, uh, I I didn't feel very creative. I just bet on the same game twice. <laughs> So to recap, as far as we know, um, the rest of the traveling party is in Orlando, just waiting for Jokic, who is still expected to arrive, still expected to participate. So Let's, the, uh, the oh, sorry, the, just the other couple positive tests that they did get did not travel with the team. Like that was a law, that was a rule in the yeah in the five hundred page. I don't think it was that long, but you know, pretty much the fact that I know uh, the number is bad, but yeah, the hundred thirty eight health and safety protocol. Uh, if you tested positive um, and you were part of the traveling party, it was very tough to fly with the team. Um, so those guys, will, there was a couple people at the traveling party that will fly down at a later date. We just don't know who those guys See are. See this? We've got, we've got little birds out all over the world doing our bidding. Stacks, Yo, let's get that picture. <laughs> I know, what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> the bird? Um, let's move on to some other news around the league now. Get that bird out of here. <laughs> Still really relatively good news for Denver, regardless of, of your level of Jokic concern. Um, and besides those guys that didn't travel, I mean, they're all still expected to play. And, and as Malone alluded to, everyone's going to participate that we know of. So Denver in decent shape. Let's take a look at Brooklyn. We got some updates today. Tory and Prince, this one came from Woj, I believe he tweeted out. Uh, he has tested positive, <laughs> and he is not going to play in Orlando, which makes Prince the fourth Nets player, including DeAndre Jordan, Yo, Spencer Nets. Dinwiddie, and Wilson Chandler, to opt out of the league's restart. Nets are eligible to sign four substitute players. Team departed this evening for Orlando. <laughs> um, That's an empty plane. That is an empty <laughs> plane. Yeah. See this? The Brooklyn Net. <laughs> so I, I, what, my question to you guys is, if, if you're one of the guys on the Nets who's still planning on going, this is the fourth guy now that's out. I mean, how are you, do you consider, you know what I mean? I mean, are we going to see more guys opting out? There's, there's no, like, Brooklyn's not winning the title, no. right? And so with these guys out, I mean, we don't even know what data they're looking to gather, what questions they're looking to answer. It could just be replacement player season. Um, if, if you're on the Nets, do you even want to go at this point, TJ? Uh, this is the thing. Yes, <coughs> for the players that are on that roster, then yes, you need your playing time with all that exposure that you can get to yeah. try and get a new contract. Those players are all guys who are fighting for their NBA lives. There are not yeah. legitimate players on that roster other than like Jared Allen and Karis LeVert. So, yeah, I think a lot of those guys are actually amped to finally get their playing time. Same thing with, like, Troy Brown in Washington. He saw Bradley Beal opt out, and he was like, I got my eight games to show what I can do finally. I'm going to have the right. ball in my hands, and I think you're going to see a lot of young guys take that approach going forward in this bubble and try and make it something positive for themselves. What do you guys think it says about the Nets specifically that they have all of these players that are opting out? Is, there, is it just a coincidence that these players happen to play on the same team is it something about the culture of the nets is it like it, I'm, I'm curious if, if there, you have any theories on this well i mean obviously you have Kyrie's voice Kyrie's voice in that locker room um uh, but also like this latest example we just cited i mean prince tested positive yeah, so yeah, yeah i mean at that point he might just see it easier to remove himself from a situation where three of our guys aren't going we're not winning let me make this easier for everyone um yeah i don't know tj is exactly right though and uh if like if i'm joe harris an upcoming free agent I'm pumped about this because I'm yeah. going to be oh, playing totally. like 30 yeah. minutes a night. And <laughs> if I'm like 
a Kenneth Reed or a Nick Young who is sitting out there on the free agent wire, I'm on the phone with my agent right now. Get me on the nets because I'm going to be playing meaningful games and I can parlay that into a contract next year. I mean, if I'm if I'm a decision maker at the nets, I'm trying to figure out if it's too late to, to just pull out of this thing. It, but they landed. Like, that's what I, I know. I, know. Yeah, I, was like, I was thinking that through the first three sentences and then the last one of they landed in Orlando and you're like, oh, ship has already sailed for yeah. sure. But the one thing about the, the, the nets option. The plane has already landed. Yeah, I was just going to say, nets, kind of a mixed metaphor. Literally. Uh, but the thing about the nets is that they're in Brooklyn as well, which is one of the hottest spots right now for the social justice um, protests that are happening in this country, as well as COVID-19. So I think that right. is going to play yeah. a massive part in this. And the other part point, of it to me, whenever I see people opt out, I'm not asking questions. Full stop. Like, there are so many things right now in this world that are bigger than basketball that I, I, I'm, I'm 100% cool. I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to worry. Good luck to you. I hope that you sitting out oh, sure. thing for you. And I'm just going to move on to who's playing because it's so hard to try and create anything of substance from trying to uh, figure out why these people have done this or try and, you know, pick them apart for whatever it may be. Not saying that we're doing that by any means, but just as an overall kind of thought process yeah, yeah. how I look at it's it. It's interesting though. I mean, the, the, the concept is just the a, a team ethos. Like what, like it seems like for whatever reason, I, and I don't even know, maybe, maybe this is because they don't have a coach. They haven't had, like there's sort of a leadership void there. Kenny Atkinson leaves. Kyrie is the sort of the voice of, of that. Like Brendan mentions, it's it sort of, gets into the, the heads and, and again this is without judgment i'm just curious like why the nets above all other teams seem to be right. most uh <clears throat> likely to to opt out and it, is it because they feel like this season doesn't matter in the first place because they're just waiting for kd to come back see or, i i like, do think uh, there are a lot of factors here but i do yeah, think yeah, the biggest yeah. one eric in terms of informing like a team ethos is just how what their perspective is on this tournament what it means to them and their yeah, chances yeah. of winning it and sure. it, like I think you just hit the nail on the head for a lot of the Nets. It's like this whole season was a wash. You know, I mean, they may have had impending free agents, right? May have had something to prove and all that. But as an organization, it was a tread water year. So as you enter a situation that I think folks are increasingly understandably skeptical about, and you get closer to that, it's like, well, with each person that draws out, I'm drawing out too because. I mean, what are we doing? Yeah, where, where are they? I don't even remember. Where are they in the standings? Like, are they? The Nets are, are the seventh to be a, So yeah, are the they? Way, uh, can they end up as a in the lottery? I don't even know how that's going to work. I, I they could. Yes, I mean, technically, any team that falls out of the playoffs is going to be in the lottery, even if they're in the bubble. Yeah. Technically, um, but the one thing about the Nets that I find really interesting is that Kyrie and KD got their people there. So there are a lot of big-minded oh, yeah. thinkers. Regardless of how you feel about Kyrie's comments, we only see 10% of what Kyrie says to amongst his people. So we don't really have a good idea, in my opinion. But those <laughs> people are going to bring in other people who think like them. Wilson Chandler has been an activist and a big thinker as long as I have ever covered him, and he's yeah. even a fan of the Nuggets. So like these people also, they kind of are friends because of these things. So it's not surprising to me that they ended up on the same team and that ethos part of it kind of be became a part of the problem. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. All I know is we're going to get some bad basketball. So bad. Summer league is gonna, we're going to be the playing Nets, the Summer The league. Wizards, oh, the Magic, you, uh... the Suns, the Spurs, the Kings. Oh, what? 
Why are the suns there? I said this on the night that we record the show after the plans came out for a 22-team tournament. (laughs) Why are we doing 22 teams? Well, we all know why. But it's so (laughs) stupid. It's absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Well, I want to thank you for that segue gold, Harrison. Uh, So let's move on from one team that probably should go to this thing to another team that definitely shouldn't go to this thing. Uh, The Washington Wizards. We already know they're going to be without Davis Bertans. Um, Now they're going to be without Bradley Beal who is citing an injury. I believe he's being awarded one of those injury exemptions. Um, So he's not going to play, but he is going to Orlando. The Wizards want to keep Bradley Beal really happy, apparently. And I guess this is what makes him happy. Um, (laughs) So so because he's coming, they can't get a replacement player, right? No, they can still get a replacement player, right? I believe they can still get one as long as he's not active on the roster. I don't believe they can because um, they ruled him out for injury, not for COVID. I thought if you can was, sign a player with four years or less experience for injury replacement. I, I didn't think you could in Beal's case. Okay, I could um, be wrong. There's a lot. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, if he was ruled out, like, due to COVID, uh, yeah. yes, you could. But I thought I saw that um, because it was cited as a specific injury – you could not. He, they could not sign a replacement player. The fact that and he's going to get paid. It is so crazy to me. Like, if players aren't playing, let them sign a replacement player. Like, I, I don't yeah, know simple. why this isn't so simple. Like, it's very, very complicated for no good reason, in my opinion. Well, Bradley Beal, um, going to do the the smart thing, whether he's hurt or not, to, to be cautious. Well, unless he's going. In which no, case, he is going. Particular. He's subjugating himself. So that's to not particularly bubble. smart, right? That's a good point. I guess cautious isn't really the apt <laughs> No, no, no. Cautious is gone. Like, <laughs> can you imagine like but, how crazy this is going into this, where you can at least lie to yourself and be like, "We got a chance," but a t- to be a team like the the Nets or the Wizards, like to go jump no. through the, all these hoops and you have no GD chance. Like, they like, don't what are feel we like doing? they have a chance. They're there for money. But I am ready for the basketball nerd in me to get to watch Troy Brown Jr. So ready. Ooh. Same with Jonathan Isaac if he gets to play. Are you so gonna Orlando get to do that? Magic might make the AC <laughs> because of the complete, just terrible basketball that we're gonna get from the Wizards that we're gonna get from the Nets. We might see the Magic make the playoffs, play the Bucks. Just to recap, round, TJ's take is play the Bucks. as a basketball fan, I can't wait for terrible basketball. No, I can't just to be clear, <laughs> I mean, if, if I'm Scott Brooks, I'm just letting Ish Smith dribble the ball for 48 minutes. <laughs> if I'm Jamal I've, Murray, I've won them one game this year. I know. If I'm Jamal Murray, apparently I'm also letting Ish Smith just dribble the ball. For 40 <laughs> All right, um, too easy. Let's move on. We have one more update before we hit our first break. COVID-related. Dwight oh. Howard, Laker, Los Angeles Laker. If you didn't know, was on the fence about participating. He and Avery Bradley were two. Um, pretty vocal guys some faces of the of the skepticism here about going so dwight howard has decided that he is going to participate and not only that he's going to be donating his remaining salary um to his nonprofit campaign breathe again bobby marks tweeted out that's roughly seven hundred thousand dollars i have tried very hard not to have definitive takes about any player decisions here I just wanted to say that I really like this one. I think Dwight Howard was pretty clearly conflicted um, for for more than one reason. It was not just COVID. It was the social justice stuff as well. And, and for him to arrive at a conclusion that I think takes his teammates' sensibilities into account, takes his own 
sort of competitiveness into account, but I don't think necessarily sacrifices or leverages what appears to be important to him. Yeah. Um, so a job well done in Dwight, I think, in finding some middle ground, and, and he might win a title this year. So This is not binary. The way you help in social justice and against police brutality and systemic racism is not binary. Going does not mean you are not helping, and staying does not mean you are. You can do so many things to help, and Dwight Howard has found a way to donate a huge portion of money to help a lot of people. So this is awesome, man. Anybody who can find a way to help, regardless of how they do it, is just so respectable in my book. Jalen Brown the same way. Jalen Brown thought about not going as well, and he decided after looking into it and spending time thinking about it that he could really use that platform for something yeah. meaningful. And when people think about it and they find a way to make meaningful change, I don't care how you do it. That's amazing. This, this was the case for Hat for continuing on through where we were a month or two ago and just saying like even trudging through with these plans when they seem so trite and so beneath what we all should be paying attention to is that you do have this platform you do have the ability to yes generate money to that you can mm. give back to the community you do have the ability to have all eyes on you and your league and you know so you can continue to th that conversation in a way that uh, doesn't allow us to stop talking about it um so you know I, I applaud them. That, this is the exact, I think, the exact thing that they, they thought would uh, would be the best way to handle it, and he, he did it, so good for him. I was going to read Dwight Howard's statement, but it's a, a little lengthy. Sham Stranian tweeted out. You can go find it and read it yourselves. Um, let's hit a break, though. How about that? Yeah, sorry, guys. I was looking at Troy uh, Daniels' dinner on night one inside <laughs> the NBA bubble. He posted it on the beat. He what he got, one it through on ten. Instagram. What does it look? Uh, well, he did one of those emojis where, like, it's the face palm, so I don't think he's too thrilled about it. Okay. Uh, fresh tea, garden greens, arugula, watermelon, pickled red onions, and I can't really read the rest. It's really weird. They just, like, give you a tray like you're at camp, and there's just, like, five different things you can eat. You don't really I, I will say, this doesn't look like it will uh, fulfill, like, a standard NBA player's appetite. I it's between what you would expect and Fryfest. Somewhere this, in the middle. There's the real reason behind Jokic's delay. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Anyways, I wish they uh, – I bet they wish they had some Breck Brew inside the NBA nice. bubble. Yeah. Uh, hit up no. the Mile High City <laughs> Copper Lager uh, from Breck Brew. You know what it has, that Nuggets Midnight Blue can. Official beer of the playoffs, we're calling it that. It's <laughs> also, the 15-can sampler on, from Breck Brew as AKA well. AKA the pick Jokic pack. Yeah, some some are calling it the Jokic pack. Saw that on Twitter today. Many, many are calling it the Jokic yeah. pack. Upgrading to many. Uh, you can, uh, yeah, pick that up at Davidson's. They have curbside pickup. They also have delivery as well. Also, guys, we've heard the rumors, but Fight Island is finally here. This weekend's UFC 251 is set to be the best yet, with big names stepping into the octagon all throughout the night. How do we feel about Fight Island? You guys in or out? I mean, I'm in on the title. I'll tell you yeah, that right I now. Know. It's an amazing <laughs> title. I would, yeah, that's something I would. Fight Island starring Jason Statham and Stone Cold oh, Steve Austin. That, that would have been, I would have gone to Blockbuster as a child and I would have <laughs> immediately gravitated towards Fight Island. The Fight Island VHS. Sure. It definitely would have had a skull on the front. Like the island would have been in the shape of a skull. Fight Island. Yeah, I'm sold, Win. I'm sold. <laughs> Uh, no better is. place to get in on the action on Fight Island and all the other events this weekend Hell yeah. than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. This week only, DraftKings offering a new user's special odds boost on this weekend's headline fight. Free money, folks. Bet Free money. $20 to win 100 on either fighter, so you can pick the fighter. Pretty huh. cool. 
Uh, this week is full of action from golf to European soccer, all the way to Abu Dhabi for Fight Island and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. <laughs> It's an amazing name. I'm just going to say Fight, Fight Island, Island as many times as I can throughout the rest of this read. We, we need to change it. It's no longer the bubble. It's the, Fight I guess Island. it's NBA Fight Island. <laughs> doesn't uh, even make sure. sense, but that should be the no, name of the document. I, I, I didn't really think that. Fight thing. Island. Quest for a title. In the middle yeah. of the game. <laughs> it's just Disney World. Yeah, like, yeah, just a Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> That's all. Uh, <laughs> Again, this weekend, DraftKings is offering all users not one but two profit boosts when you place a bet on UFC 251. Just place a pre-match bet on a fighter, and if they win, your payout increases. So make sure to download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR when you sign up. For a limited time, new users can get a no-brainer odds boost on the headline fight this Saturday. Bet $20 to win 100. Yep, that's right. No matter if you pick Usman or Burns, those are the two fighters. I'm Your good. odds will be will be boosted to $20 to win $100. So head to DraftKings Sportsbook now and sign up with the code DNVR. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only bonus is comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match. Each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires a 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. You know, they say that read has to be 60 seconds. It's a marketing <laughs> agreement. I'm going to pull the, the curtain back for the viewers at home. How could it not be with that disclaimer? That's like 30 right there. I was thinking, I was thinking about that the other day, like how um, they like lawyers will make you do all of these things. All it does is ruin our lives. It's like it, like, your life. I'm just it. <laughs> like no one no one listens to what that it, what's being said we just have to say it every time <laughs> we uh we go back now to denver for some more news not covid related so we push it to segment two this isn't surprising this isn't new news but it's been officially announced by the team for the first time calvin booth will be promoted to the general manager position of the denver nuggets formerly assistant general manager um TJ, just, you know, really quick, we've talked about it, actually, I believe, with you before on this show, but really quick, your thoughts on the hire, and um, and for me, I just want to say congrats to Calvin, who, who's been on this show and is, of course, well-deserved, well-deserving of this gig. Cal is one of the best people you'll come across. He's genuine, he's so kind, and he will always have a conversation. He's very unique in that way, and I think that's what makes him so unique as an executive. He does think so much bigger and so much more uniquely than so many people, and that's why him and Tim Connolly have always hit it off. So for me, I am actually thinking this is a home run hire. I know his name isn't a bright lights name, but that dude is one of the most brightest young executives in basketball. And I think he's going to be in Denver for a long, long time. Yeah, it's it's a safe decision, and I don't mean that with a negative connotation. No, it's safe the and, for sure. Correct so familiarity with him right now. And the Nuggets, I think, in a way, can keep some of that continuity, that organizational momentum rolling without having to sort of figure things out again from the top. Uh, this is also a former player, so it's a guy that's well respected within the organization. And look, I'm not like plugged in around the league, but to my knowledge, around the league as well. And I think when you have that former player title, I mean, I just think it earns you some goodwill um, inside an organization, especially with the players. So I, I expect this to go over smoothly and, and uh, you know, well well deserved and, and long time coming for for Calvin. What's cool about Calvin Booth and uh, his kind of how he makes it with the rest of the front office. He's like the only guy in the Nuggets front office who played basketball 
professionally. Well, uh, Marty Posh has Marty played professionally, played, yeah. but in the NBA, I believe, right? Yeah, he's the only one in the end who played in the NBA. So it, it's just kind of cool that Nuggets have a mix of a guy who's played at the NBA yep. and um, who's been around, you know, Dirk, who's been around tons of different guys. But then they also have guys who have, like, never played in the NBA, never played in college like Tim Connolly. Other guys, you know, who have played in college and played overseas, but they have a really cool mix of, uh, like, just different basketball backgrounds in that front office. And I think that's a good thing because it's great. When, when, when you're building out an organization, and this applies to, you know, not just the NBA but any type of company, you want diverse backgrounds. You don't want diverse thinkers. You want people who, who think and approach things in different ways, and I think that's what the Nuggets have. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I think the other big thing is that neither, really nobody in that front office is scared to take risks. He is just as creative as Tim Connolly. And that's a massive compliment in my eyes because Tim really does think so particularly, so methodically in a very specific kind of way. And I think that you're going to see a lot of um, that echoed from Calvin Booth going forward. So you're going to see a lot of the same and maybe even more progression from this team in a very unique forward-thinking way. And he also has experience working with and under Tim Connolly. When you yeah. look at the Nuggets' structure, their front office infrastructure, it's the Pobo and then the GM. So Calvin has experience, firsthand experience, in whatever it is Tim is looking for in the folks that are working under. And I'm sure in his words, he would say with him. Um, because there's going to be a, a, a certain preference in terms of like, how much are you challenging me? You know, when, when is my word the final word? This is not something they have to renegotiate or refigure right. out with, yep. with a guy that, that's already been in the front office for years. They go all the way back to New Orleans in 2012. They've been working together way before the Nuggets and all of this iteration of this franchise existed. So they go back for a long time. They have consistently been close. And this is something that has really been a natural growth for Calvin and for the relationship between Tim and Calvin to get under this plot. So I really think that they, you hit it on the nose. They work together so well. And I'm really yeah. excited to see how this plays out. Yeah, it's probably the Nuggets probably have a more, um, it, it seemingly from the outside like their and maybe you were saying this, but their structure seems pretty flat up top. Like it seemed, I mean, it was unclear even though Tim Connolly was not the general manager, he still felt like the general manager last year. Last year, even though it was AK, um, it, but it just to what you're saying, like <clears throat> it's just a synergy of, of minds coming together. It's like they form like Voltron to to make these decisions, which is so great. I, I know Harrison will agree with this as well, but Tim Connolly makes it a point to have everybody involved in the conversation. This is not an authoritative regime in terms yeah, yeah, of the yeah. organization. They work together. Everything is together, and that's ownership to coaching staff to all yep. the front office in between. So that's a big part of their alignment, as they call it. The yeah. other thing, too, is whatever this timeline that's coming up here with, like, the end of this season, the restart, then the end, then whenever the next season starts, the Nuggets can make this an easy and simple decision for themselves. We already know who's filling this position, who is going to be filling that role and making those those subsequent decisions, those germane decisions, and that's in place now, right? So we don't have to worry about whatever that offseason is, short, looking different, whatever. You know what I mean? They're not also looking to fill a new position. So, but they again, might, so. Don't they need an assistant general manager now? Like, don't they yeah, potentially yeah. need one other spot? So Tim might have to go out there and find somebody who is probably not a big name because I doubt sure. that the budget is that big for a front office to get a high-name assistant general manager. But I do think that there is probably going to be some hire after this net extravaganza that they're going to try and put on Orlando. And we might end up seeing some names start you know, 
piping up that might fill that role. Let's move on now to uh, a game that, to be yeah. honest, we can't claim. There's so many great games we can that, you know, just the creative juices are... I didn't realize you could this. No, I drink is... on here because I'm very nervous right now. Yeah. I mean, you've been doing it the whole time. So I have not well. missed your board. So. Oh, wow. All right. Um, it, you may have seen this if you... Is there any chance that's coffee? Or? <laughs> if you watch the NBA on TNT, I believe Shaquille O'Neal um, popularized this game. But we're going to play Who He Play For NBA. Place for the Mavericks. Oh, That's incredible. Oh, well, game over. <laughs> Wind, I think you're you're on top of this one, right? I am on top of this one. Let's uh, let's roll it, Kale. Let's go with the first guy. Oh boy, music. Uh, wow. Eric. Oh This yeah, is okay. Ryan Brokoff. Who does he play for? He does not play for the Dallas Mavs. So these guys will appear in jerseys, but. They do is not play for. Going to Orlando that we're talking about. Yes, this okay. is the NBA bubble edition of who oh. we play for. Who I'm does Ryan Brokoff play for? Quiet no, down the comments he... too. <laughs> yeah, can we disable the comments? Don't look, at TJ. Uh, uh, I, I, I have absolutely no idea. I have. Is that a, Are we positive that was an NBA basketball? <laughs> <laughs> is he going to join the Utah Jazz? <laughs> that is incorrect. He is not going oh to join the Utah Jazz. Unbelievable. So now we just remove it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ryan Brokoff was just signed to the 76ers. Oh, wow. What was that picture? 76ers. Couldn't All right. that one. Are we really going to put so a photo up with a huge watermark in the middle of it? Yep, there we are. <laughs> okay. All right. Is this not a highbrow enough production for you, Eric Weedham? Just curious, very curious. Well, let's go to uh, number two, Kale. <laughs> oh, God. Bruno Caboclo, who he play for. Oh. Oh, my God. He is going to the bubble, I believe. I believe. I believe. <laughs> not really important. Uh, is there, can I get a lifeline? Does any of that work? I have Come no on, TJ, idea out with what Bruno Caboclo Who he play playing. for? Simple question. I mean, all I know is that he's still two years away from his spot. So I, mean, <laughs> I don't know, man. I have no idea. I have genuinely no idea. Let's hear it. Get, 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 just a guess. Come on. Let's Say go it. with the Portland Trailblazers who desperately need a wing. That is incorrect. Dang Bruno it. Caboclo going to the bubble with the Houston Rockets. Unbelievable. Oh. He has appeared in five games for Houston. <laughs> He's already on the team? I didn't know. I believe Houston signed um, Luke and Bob Mutai today, too. They did. That's they more did. Sure. It's back. They He's did. back, baby. God. <laughs> He's, Love, he and Trevor oh Ariza God. are just going to be <laughs> deadline pickups for the rest of time. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's go to number three, Kale. Kent Bazemore, who Ooh. he play for. He's not on the Blazers anymore? He is not. So that, that means he's probably giveaway. on... Yeah. We wouldn't be very good at this game. Would <laughs> be on Philly? Is that your final that... answer? Sure. I don't think that there's any good answer from me currently. So yeah, I'm going to go with final. That is incorrect very... again. This is incredible. <laughs> Kent Bazemore going, to the, going to the bubble with the it. Sacramento Kings. Well, no one cares about the Kings in the bubble. We can't blame Unbelievable. Me Unbelievable. Uh, Eric and Vote, you can uh, you chime <laughs> in on these two. Feel free. No, I'm going to let D, uh, uh, TJ expose oh, yeah, no. TJ can eat this entire pie. <laughs> All right, we are 0 for 3. We've still got... Uh, <laughs> Oh, we're over, over three. We still got seven more. I don't even know who that wow. is. So. We have Solomon Hill. Solomon Hill. Who he wow. played for? Solomon Hill. 
So oh, I know this one. No, did he go to the Jazz? He was the he was the Bogdanovich replaced. No, he's not. I believe he was involved in a trade the a couple months correct. or many months ago now. Yeah, I don't know. Come on, bro. Come on. I went with the I, yeah, I mean, I said my piece. I have literally no idea. This is incredible. This is uh, Solomon Hill going to the bubble with the Miami Heat. With the Miami Heat. I believe he was in the uh, Andre Iguodala. Justice Winslow sign and trade thing. Thingy. We just, I don't know. Maybe. I just threw over. TJ into an ocean with I no life raft, and we're just we're just laughing as he drowns. Oh, you should deserve all the way around. Someone gives me money to talk about basketball. All right, I think you might be able to get this next one. Jakar Sampson. Oh, I don't know. old friend. Jakar Sampson. Did he get re-signed by the Kings? That is incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> Jakar Sampson is on the Pacers. He got he has ten starts this year for the Pacers in twenty six games. I still believe in Jakar Sampson. I want to make that clear. But you don't even know where he plays. I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> At least Hackshaw gives me a little bit of problems in the hardest game. Yeah, well, listen, you're still that you're still not doing well at it. Who cares? You're right. <laughs> Thank God I covered the Nuggets. Are you? Yeah. All right. Anthony Tolliver. Whoa. Who he play for? Yes, he is still going strong, still in the league. Um, that photo is unnerving. I've done a I know. Of <laughs> up with you that is a terrifying picture. What a Anthony Tolliver, dude. Too. Anthony Tolliver did not go to the Nets. He did not. I don't. Oh, know. I don't know. The Guangdong Tigers. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. I'm, I'm going to go with my safe and tried answer that has been wrong every time. The Utah Jazz. <laughs> Incorrect. Beautiful. It's incredible. <laughs> he is on the Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> okay, you should be able to get this next one. This next one is recent. Marvin Williams. I don't know. I don't Marvin know. Williams just got signed, I believe. See, I go uh, off Twitter for a ago. week for my sanity, and I miss everything, apparently. You I know what's crazy? You were off Twitter for a week, and I had no idea. I mean, there was just <laughs> still enough old tweets in the timeline <laughs> populating that I... <laughs> oh, the truth hurts. Well, tweeting. Uh, I'm not Matt Moore. That's all I got to say. I don't think uh, that. Like, Marvin um, Williams. Marvin Williams. Has to have ended up on a Eastern team Conference. Eastern, Eastern Conference. Conference. Good team. We'll give, we'll give you a hint this time. <laughs> Good team in the East. Some would say. Did he end up on the Pacers as well? That is incorrect. I'm sorry. I don't know. I have absolutely no idea. Dude, this is the teaser tomorrow. This <laughs> is the whole yeah, teaser. Marvin Williams is on the bus. I'm NBA show. Totally here. I can put my mug in that yeah. fucking picture that the ball is. Name the canvas for this. Comment. TJ embarrasses himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the teaser name. Do we have any more? Is that it? Uh, we've, we've, got, we've got three more. Let's do it. I just want to see if he offers. I really Alec do. Burks. Who he play for? So he's not on the Jazz anymore. He's not on the Warriors anymore. He's now on. You have guessed this team as you cycling through these players. You have said this team, I believe. That doesn't help me. I've said like four teams as darts in the dark. Um, it's not the Jazz. <laughs> I hate you. I hate. I don't know. It's Eric. <laughs> that way, Eric. I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna say the Jazz again. <laughs> It is. It is not the jazz. I'm sorry. Who is it? 
the Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> and this is going to hurt you more. I'm going to see you guys. Again, I have no idea who these guys are. Yeah. That's why this is so enjoyable. We want you to no come idea. on and get a 10 right. That's okay, this last one is recent. Campaign. Yes, campaign. I saw this and I forgot. Um, yes. Campaign <laughs> has got to have the, uh, the best agent in NBA history. I don't know how he ends up on teams at all times. He always does. Campaign. Who needs a point guard? It wasn't Philly. They got Jake Milton. It's not Portland. It's not. It was a team that has no business being at the bubble. Oh, it was the Suns! It is the Suns! I remember that! It is the Suns! Not over! It is the Suns. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little disappointed. (laughs) Alright, uh, Kale, let's throw number 10 up there. Troy Daniel, baby. <laughs> Denver Nugget legend, Troy Daniel. Let's go. Just wanted to make sure we uh, we were staying sane with that man. one. I can't keep that atrocious at my job. I can do nuggets. Two for ten. Not bad. No, no, that's yeah. 20%. That's real bad. If I'm batting 200, I'm getting cut. So you're at the, yeah, you're at the Mendoza line. 200. <laughs> All right, so uh, <laughs> we do have someone lined up for this step. So let's hit one more break. We'll bring it back, and we'll close with, with America's favorite game. Yeah, for sure. So as uh, most of you guys know, I'm taking an online class this summer at MSU Denver Online. And honestly, can't recommend it uh, anymore. Myself and Ali Monroe are both taking one uh, online. And if you guys are thinking about taking a class online, thinking about going back to school, check out MSU Denver Online. They have awesome teachers who are super engaged, extremely responsive to emails, questions, and concerns. Uh, I've been in constant communication with my teacher. She's great at getting back to me with all the questions I have. Also, the course content, at least from my experience, has been highly relevant. I mean, I can't even remember like all the classes I took in my undergrad, and I was just thinking, man, I will never use this stuff outside of this class. But not the case uh, in my experience at MSU Denver Online. So uh, check out their course listing online, of course. Uh, but it's great if you're a first-time freshman or if you're looking to go back to school, uh, finish up your degree, maybe get a second degree. Uh, so check out MSU Denver online. Uh, also download the Colorado Raptors uh, podcast, the DNVR Raptors podcast with Colton Strickler, our rugby pod. It's an awesome listen. Colton yes. gets gets like some awesome guests. I think I saw he had like the CEO of USA Rugby on the pod. Yeah, it's um, no longer the Raptors. It's no longer the Raptors pod. Now it's just the rugby pod. They're focusing more on USA Rugby. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Should probably go. Colton's plot is not bad. I'll just decide. Colton is Colton's plot. The guests Absolutely. he has are. Yeah. If, if you're into rugby, he's he's got big. you covered. Yeah, he gets top-notch guests, and uh, he he knows his stuff too. So he can teach you a lot about the game of rugby. And uh, yeah, if you want to learn more about it, just check it out. Uh, now the DNVR Rugby Podcast, apparently. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Well, with that, folks, it's time. The time you've all been waiting for, the moment we've all been waiting for. My redemption. Let's welcome in tonight's participant, tonight's guest, joining us from, well, we'll find out. We'll ask him. Colin, welcome to the program, Colin. Oh, goodbye. I'll try again. Colin. Colin. There he is. There he is. How's it hanging, brother? I'm good. How are you all? Oh, no. This is devastating. Can't hear you. I can hear him. I can hear him too. You can't hear him? Yeah, I I can't hear him. Let's go. 
What the I age? can't hear. All right, all right, hang on. Let's test. At the, we'll do it live. Colin, respond to me if you hear this. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, he can hear you. I can't see hear his him. mouth moving, but I, I can hear. totally hear him. I can't hear him. <laughs> he's delayed. You know what? Screw it. Let's do it. Um, no, he's, he's he's right on right on cue for me. I'm gonna have to relay messages for you. Yeah, this is gonna be have to be another telephone. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Cullen's here. mouthpiece to you. There we go. Let's do it. All right, all right. I got this. I got this. <laughs> what type of coffee? That, oh, sorry. I guess we have to bring the graphic up and everything. Let's play the steps. Let's play yeah, the steps. This is going go. great. Love when Adam's not here. Question number one on the steps. What type of coffee do DNVR members drink that is jam-packed with CBD and helps relieve back pain and arthritis? <laughs> Strava, Cro Strava Croft coffee yeah he, he got it. Yeah. not only is that correct you're back and synced up with us i'm feeling confident oh, you can hear him. I'm let's feeling go. excited let's go let's go he is on to question number two and i am stalling while i scroll down the page <laughs> question number two which nuggets player grew up in montebello colorado Ooh, montebello. oh montebello. tj you have to know <laughs> i'm not I, I do know do you need help yeah, you can help me. You yeah, just tell you're it supposed to help me, TJ. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you needed it yet. Paul Millsap. <laughs> yeah, Paul, Paul Millsap. That is the correct answer. That's right. Montbello, baby. Montbello. I knew that. Montebello. <laughs> DNVR's own Brendan Vogt. Uh, question number three. What are the Nuggets' two current... Who are the Nuggets' two current two-way players? Oh, shoot. One's Bull Bull, right? That's correct, correct. One change, though. Don't get caught <laughs> up in the trap. You thought the Nuggets were done, so they tweeted, oh. but they weren't done. They I had one more two-way signing to Tyler Cook. Yeah! There it is. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. He's on to question four. Question number four. That's question number five. I'm so nervous. I'm just going to stall. Just going to oh. stall. What number does Jamal, Mary, does Jamal Murray wear? What number does Jamal Murray wear? 27. That is correct. Don't laugh at our questions, Colin. You <laughs> would be surprised. We, we've had people on here that just have, like, no, no regard clue. for players' numbers. Wow. It's like it's a hit or miss type just thing. Just wait for question 13 when we ask you for the prime root <laughs> of Bulbul's well, number. You are so evil. Question number five. What Nuggets player, which Nuggets player was a football star in high school in Indiana? Uh, I know Gary Harris from Indiana. Is that right, TJ? Yes, it is. All right, Gary Harris. It's too easy for Colin. Let's go. Hey, let's, go. Too easy. let's go. Let's go. Sticker pack secured. So, Colin, um, there's a big decision in your hands now. Oh, you you have a sticker pack. That's oh, it. If you want it, you can take it. Or forget the stickers. Let's keep going for a shirt. Let's keep going. I have a sticker uh, pack. I bought that a long time ago. Dang, you know what? Uh, we're only 53 minutes into the show, so that was the right call, Colin. That was the right call. Question number six. Which three-point shooter did the Nuggets sign to a 10-day contract last season? Uh, you, you'll know. It was a, not the one that just got suspended. The yes, one so, that. so last season, there was a flashy, a flashy 10-day contract. 
That's really right. Swaggy, that's swaggy P. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. He is still a free agent. I hope there are some uh, rival GMs listening. Please sign Swaggy <laughs> P. Nuggets, the bubble. Nuggets legend Swaggy P. <laughs> yeah, somebody needs to bring Swaggy P into the bubble, please. TJ and I will forever have that last memory of Swaggy P in Denver. Just bright pink shorts, TV over his shoulder, and he stole a cart to push it out. And Incredible. that was the end of Swaggy P. That was forever. unbelievable. <laughs> oh my god, I totally forgot about that. Walking out the locker room with a 40 inch TV is <laughs> absolutely amazing. Man. Question number seven. Which three Nuggets players have scored 40 points or more in an NBA game? This is a tough one. Yeah, I Ooh. know two of them. So, Murray for sure. Uh... Jokic, I'm sure, has scored more than 40. Does it have to be with the Nuggets they've scored more than 40? No. No. I think I know who it is, but I think you're thinking the same person. Is it, is it Millsap, do you think? That's who I would have guessed, because he had a triple overtime game when he was in Atlanta, and I thought he had, like, 48 in that one. But I How do you know that, but you went one for 23? Who he play for? Yeah, he just right, had that one. I'll go Jamal, Jokic, and Millsap. Unbelievable. Incredible. Wow. He's right again, Unbelievable. folks. Unbelievable. He's cruising through. Question number eight. T-shirt on the line. <laughs> what college did Tory Craig attend? Ooh. I do know this one. Is it South Carolina Upstate? Wow. Yeah, TJ, I mean, TJ, that's we right. don't need you. Get out of here. Yeah. I, I clearly can get removed from this and go back to whatever nonsense I was doing before. <laughs> okay. Drink some mystery brown liquid. It, it, it says Jameson. <laughs> okay, cool. There's no mystery. <laughs> In the all, question number eight, on the all-time wins list for, for head coaches in Nuggets history, Ooh. where does Michael Malone sit Ooh. on the all-time wins list? Oh, doctor. There are Ooh, definitely doctor. two who are ahead of him. I'm not sure if he's third, though. Good stuff, TJ. Yeah, uh, that was exactly what I was thinking. I can think of two coaches who are ahead of him. Um, the Nuggets haven't been good very many times. This is true. This is true. Good. Back checks. Yeah, that's right. I would agree with you. I'm going to go third. I don't feel great about it, but I'll go third. TJ, you're good with third? But I would have said. Well, I'll tell you what. You're right. The mood trainer wouldn't build it up otherwise. <laughs> That's incorrect. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? So's TJ. <laughs> Just kidding. Sorry, TJ. Wait, who's ahead of who's ahead of Malone other than Doug Mo? He's fourth. Cole? He's fourth on the list. I didn't have the full list in front of me though, so well, I got a very intelligent. That's phone. a Google job for everyone. Yeah. All right, TJ, you Google I'll outro. How about that? Deal. Do it up. All right. Big thanks to Colin for hopping on the steps. Shouts to our buddy TJ McBride of Blue Wire Pods, Mile High Sports, the homie, forever. On behalf of Harrison Wynn, Eric Weedham, also known as D-Line Co., and Adam Mares, who isn't here, but I'll speak for him. Thanks so much. Thanks for hanging. Thanks for laughing. Thanks for commenting. Larry Brown. Larry Larry Brown. Brown. Hey, we'll do it all again tomorrow, 8 p.m. Mountain Time. Talk to you then. Stay safe. Stay sane. So if you guys have been putting off going to the dentist, I know nobody likes to go. It's probably the worst thing we have to do every six months or year, but just do it already and make it Green Mountain Dental Group if you gotta make an appointment because if you schedule a cleaning x-ray exam at Green Mountain Dental Group, they will give you a free Sonicare toothbrush. Top line, electric toothbrush, Sonicare is an awesome brand. It typically retails at like 
you know, 50, 60, $70. So this is a really good value, a really good toothbrush. And if you've never tried an electric toothbrush before, I know I say it whenever I talk about Green Mountain Dental Group, but it will change your life. It will lead to healthier teeth. It will make your nighttime routine and morning routine so much easier. So give Green Mountain Dental Group a call today. They're located just 15 minutes outside downtown Denver. Schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam with them. They will give you a free Sonicare toothbrush.